0: Hello, and you're listening to Let's oh, Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma, Mikey Dread. On with the show.
1: Telemetry recovered. Let's drone out now.
0: Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's this one? I know the enthusiasm
1: uh, really. is palpable.
0: <laughs> you're listening to Let's Drone Out tonight. We're excitedly joined by Gary Kidden, who's been out flying. Hello, and looking at hornet porn. That's right, <laughs> people. And we're joined by our Lord and Master Andrew Sass Frank. Good evening. And I am Jack Bright till I fly. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello. Oh, I've dropped my screw now. I had a fitting with a screw, and I've dropped it. What screw is that? Uh, it's a it's a really really small one, but it, it goes in there. It's lost forever now. <laughs> I know. It's gone. What have you been you
2: working want- on, or is it just a? An orphan screw, just a random no, screw that's on your desk.
0: It's for work. I'm, oh. uh, i got I got the plates back, and they didn't drill the holes out, so I'm having to. Every time I come here, I like fettle and uh, <laughs> just drilling I'm, holes in aluminium just with a needle file. Yeah, pretty much. Wow, I'm just. Just being that guy.
1: <laughs> Don't we have children in the Philippines who do this sort of stuff for you?
0: Well, either my measurements are wrong, which I haven't had a look to see whether I messed it up. But the last lot I had were fine. So I think they just forgot to run the drill through these. I'm not too well, yeah, sure. Yeah, you could just like measure I mean, it, and if it's wrong,
2: send it back. give it back.
0: And be like, and You and did it wrong, right.
2: give me the right one. Or no. give me. We're we not paying for this. I
0: don't. It's I don't. L- I don't like it because they made. They made a lot of mistakes. I'm not naming this company, but
1: <laughs> which company is this so we know not to use them for anything?
0: <laughs> Can't say. If you meet me in person, I'll tell you. Are you coming up R- to pop them on Saturday? Uh... There's no fuel in Brighton. It sucks. They're still so doing the. There's not a lot of fuel around here, to be honest. I mean, I'm yeah. I am looking at that.
2: If it was a couple of weeks ago, I would definitely be saying no. I'm not going because I have no fuel. But I have
0: filled up in that time, so feeling feeling flush with fuel. Yeah, I don't. I I just I don't fancy my chances. I I, I really don't. I want to go. Uh, equally, like all my all my wings are all like I have wings. I suppose I can fly them in manual mode.
1: But... Yeah, although it'd be more fun just to do sort of a pre-calculated <laughs> course and like I'm putting it in auto mode and let's see, if... <laughs> <laughs> just
2: hope for the best, and just just wait for it to just like, just start. Flying off through all the like manned aircraft and like, landing and taking <laughs> yeah. off, and just over the motorway,
0: through the petrol station. There's still like I now have two something, you know. <laughs> oh, Fettel, the original meeting. yeah, Fettel. Yeah, I'm sat here fettling away. It was embarrassing with our annual meeting. It looked like I was.
2: Badarasi reckons you should go racing with your flight test
1: twin.
0: Flight test twin.
2: I think he means the mini guinea.
1: Oh, the mini it, guinea. Is this not one of these spec races where everybody has to have the same setup, then, or is it just random? Uh,
2: well, it's
1: open spec. I don't know. Open spec sounds what interesting. Means. it's it's a bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? It's like, yeah. Here's the 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 situation we've got. Here's your setup. By the way, it's open, so just. Change that motor out for something really big and uh, see how fast it goes.
2: I, th- I think it's anything up to 900 millimeters. Could be wrong. I don't know. Motor. And I don't think, you know, it being sort of, again, the first wing racing event, like proper wing race, I suspect we just it probably there. won't be turning people away. Uh, especially given that it's the middle of october in the uk in the southeast where there's no fuel uh weather is questionable i imagine they
1: probably won't be turning people away it's kind of an interesting time of the year to do it but you know beggars can't be choosers Mm -hmm. i think the main thing is the x-class event
2: which is on this day all the people around the world that are set, they're doing X class are setting up this very particular track, and they're all doing the time trial at the same time. Clive FPV in the chat says it's the Aussies' fault, which sounds about right.
1: Yeah, if in doubt,
0: <laughs> get Tony to pick you up. Tony, Tony's got worst uh, miles per the gallon out of yeah, all of Tony's-
1: us got like a real-time fuel gauge you watch it and
2: it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not measured in miles per gallon measuring gallons per mile
1: really <laughs> and here were you guys making fun of me and my potential electric car and you're like oh we yeah can't because you're fuel. gonna join a cult and you're gonna be weird and like enjoy macchiato <laughs> I'm already and it's weird flat it's not white make any difference. yeah but we
0: like you our sort of weird. Where you touch it, now you're going to be. I swear to God, if I catch you getting to, it, to do that little dance thing, I am going to knife your tires. I hate that. Thing.
2: Like, can you, can you charge up lipos from your Tesla? Is that a thing? Yeah. Does it have like a?
0: Yeah. Oh God, I've I've seen, I've I seen. Don't think um, so. Yeah, yeah. That, that you know that um, Mayon High. You know the the person who hates us. She she's done a whole vlog on. I that. try not
1: to watch her because she hates us so much. The the other
0: electric TVs we've checking me out the most.
1: The, the, the Hyundai and the Kia, the new ones, the the Ionic Five and the EV6, both had adapters, essentially because they're the same car made by two different com- sister companies that you plug into the charge port and then you can plug like a a regular free pin plug in it and run something off your battery that way. That was definitely different. Because, what I got, I got a load of comments. Because I, I reviewed some weird little power bank thing, which would like run three pin plugs. And everybody's like, "Ah, this is pointless." In in a year's time, everybody would just be charging straight off their cars because everyone will have massive batteries. There you go.
2: RC Robotics in the chat says, "My dad's got a Model X. The twelve volt plugs come from the twenty four volt normal car battery in the front." Which oh, is the, the one starter yeah the one the one that deals with the uh, (laughs) the one one that deals with all the security stuff all the the locks and everything uh, is if 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 that goes flat you can't get in and it doesn't it doesn't charge that one up when it's plugged in at at the wall at home so if you just leave it at home for a long time that one goes flat
0: yeah and then um, you have to take your like daylight running lights out and then fish the pull cord that opens the bonnet in order to charge that yeah so there's a lot of people (laughs) in the habit of driving their electric cars and then they, they they drive it in and then they open the bonnet just so in the case that it decides to run that battery down that they can then charge that battery to get in their car Ridiculous. (laughs) ridiculous
1: <laughs> like, welcome to let's car out
0: <laughs> it's your fault it's your fault you you're start joining cult.
2: magical this pencil says, says you should just add an xt 60
0: in the glove box you we can't get into the glove box <laughs> this, is your, no. this is your right
2: to repair jack you're just hacking yeah. your way at the tesla I'm,
0: yeah, I'm going to buy a black clap, name it Clinton, film it, meowing at me constantly and go vegan, go to the gym a lot, get an Asian wife and just complain on the internet. I am the, the whiter Lewis Rossman.
1: <laughs> <That'd be laughs> the, that would be amazing. Can you imagine if I did do, do anyway. that?
0: I love that man.
1: I, I can't go with become a vegan. I enjoy eating meat too much.
0: It'd be amazing because then I'd be on a higher horse than Tony.
1: Yes,
2: Curry, you've been you've been flying. What have you been flying? How'd that go?
1: It was a mix of stuff. I was I had a bit of a backlog since I've been taking time off while well, my knees been hurty. I I managed to finish building some review stuff, but um, I went out on Wednesday to the farm you've watched my videos i occasionally go to a farm um, where occasionally cows eat my planes um, and i flew my old Holy Bro coppice 2 having updated it to the latest beta flight and putting the tbs tracer 69 in so i could test that out and fly it with the tbs mambo and that was very good the uh the tracer works very well um the lq of 100 looked like it was just going to burn its imprint in my goggles. It didn't drop whatsoever at all. I could only go out to about a kilometre, and then I ran out of space I had to come back again. <laughs> um, so that was good. My, my Aquila, which is sitting down here, actually, which has its top off. This is a little frame from uh, Rush FPV and STP. I had this in the garden and turned it on, and I got satellites, so when I took it to the field to test it out, the idea of this is kind of lightweight, long range. Long thing. range. Mm. Obviously, bi-blades. Bi-blades. Bi-blades more efficient, I'm told. Bi-blades. Might be wrong. Don't know. <clears throat> I, I I should explain that the the frame is lovely and banking new. Everything else is like uh, offcuts. It's all from my spares box. So the fact it flew at all is not bad, Um but. Got it to the field. I could not get a single satellite. So something something has gone adrift on that one. I was a trying to work out what it was. Um, so I need to do some more testing out in the garden. But that flew okay. Again, that's on Express LRS, and we got to a kilometre. And it's a, bit, it's a bit inevitable now. I'm testing out all these radio systems, and I was like, I've only got this much space before I hit a road, and I'm sorry, the signal has not changed from full. So it will probably go further, but that's all I can tell you it will go a long way um yeah, and then I flew the oh, I remember the racewoop 30 with the multicolored things um, mm, yeah where is that your
2: your refreshers love hearts machine
1: thick palmer violet the, all of that. The classic, I'm colourblind, so I chose this one thing. This, what they said is, like, these five-bladed props, much quieter than the old whoops. Doesn't have yeah. as much material around it. Much quieter. Lies. Mm. All <laughs> lies. <laughs> completely it popped. was just insane. There was... See, it's, it's like my sister-in-law's farm, and two fields over, they have a small sort of caravan site. And I'm like, I was terrified, because this thing sounds like... Some sort of like swarm of demonic wasps, literally back back to the uh, horness again. Yeah, that's my segue for later. (laughs) Don't don't ruin it. And yeah, this this was insanely loud. And with a full GoPro, because they said, Oh, yeah, it's a bit lighter than the other stuff, I kept turning and the nose kept dropping. So I crashed it twice, just trying to fly regular acro. And I was doing because it said you can do, like, light freestyle. So I thought, yeah, I'll test it out. So every time I sort of did a flip, um, I could hear it, and I could hear, like... Because, you know, obviously, you, you you pump the throttle, you throttle off, you do your manoeuvre, and then you're kind of floating, and you don't expect that much noise from it. On this one, I could hear the motors spinning up, and it was it was moving around. So I think the thing is such a wind capture device that in order to try and keep its position, the motors spin up all the time, and the whole thing was, it didn't fly very nicely, but I took it out again um, yesterday into the woods, where I sometimes fly like little things, just trying to go between the trees and that, and I kind of got the hang of it a bit more, and it was a case of like knowing when to really pump the throttle and stuff, and I hit some trees, and I eventually broke a prop, which I was quite proud of, because it's built for toughness, I've just lost my earplug, but what, um, and Stephen mentioned this, the fact it's like got these pusher props. It's like, So I crashed off a tree, it landed upside down. And I was like, oh, I'm not quite sure where that is. Let's see if I can turtle mode over and fly back. So I did, took off, and it, it sounded even worse. It sounded like really bad. And I came over and I, I looked at it and said, Look at that, not a single piece of damage. Took off again, still sounded bad because it had some leaves stuck in it. So I pulled those out. And then when I looked, it had lost. Uh, two or three of the blades of one of these five-bladed props. I said, ah, that's why it's got that noise. So, yes, the problem with taking off from the ground when the props are literally on the ground is that you can smash things up. And I also flew that massive F450 trying to get it ready for Open HD, and that was a complete disaster. So I'm rethinking that one. That was like trying to fly a breeze block, which has been, like hit by a sledgehammer and you're trying to take control of it and it's just like this I couldn't I couldn't even land it I had to put it in return to home just to bring it back again because I was like I can't see where I'm going that was my week fun times didn't you
0: yeah. see where you were going because of the open HD or
1: no I haven't got I haven't got open HD in it yet I, I mm-hmm. it's got regular FPV in there and iNav because I wanted to make sure iNav was going well and I thought let's do a bit of tuning on it and I'd taken it out before, and I had my old, opto, the old thirty amp opto ESCs that speak PWM, and that was all shaky and looked bad. I was like, okay, we've got to go, and try and and put something more up to date because this is the the old rose tinted spectacles. I was like, this was the smoothest quad ever when I had my Nazar on it, and it was had my GoPro, and then I went back and watched my videos from nine years ago, and what I thought was like smooth then was just the fact that I could see where I was going. and It was all <laughs> horrible. But we remember it as being like, this is amazing. Of course, it was amazing because we were flying and not crashing and could see where we're going. But that's not the same as being smooth. And th- and that's why I changed, I changed all the ESCs out for something that could run D-Shot, albeit D-Shot 300. And I thought this would give at least a fighting chance of being able to spin the motors up and, and break them better. But, of course, these are 900kV motors with 10-inch props. So these aren't things that you can very quickly respond to. And this has always been a problem with things like Betaflight and iNav. As soon as you get to bigger quads, it takes a lot more effort. But it was so bad that I thought, you know what, I'm I'm just going to give up on this. I'm going to move this to a quad that I already know flies well and just stuff it in. Because the only reason I was using that quad is I thought, I've got loads of space there. I can fit this in easy. But actually that's a bad I've decided that's a bad idea and the best idea is choose a quad of which there are many hanging around here that already flies and just find a way of stuffing the Raspberry Pi in there and making it work and if I have to gaffer tape stuff on or, and we'll just do that and we'll see how it goes so that's, that's the new plan Shall I explain the Hornet reference? Mm, yes Since we've got nothing to talk about so we need to fill, don't we? Just before um, we came on, I was talking, and people will appreciate this. You go onto YouTube, and it's like, suggested for you. And for some reason, the suggested for me was this video from a channel called Hornet Removal, which is this, I don't know if they're Chinese or that some um, Asian country, where basically a bunch of guys find these, they call them murder hornets. You know, these big Asian hornets, like this big, that can literally kill people. Um, like a couple of stings from these things, you, you, you're out of it. And one of the most interesting things I saw about their first video is how they tracked a hornet back to its nest. Now, I'm not sure how they do it in, in terms of this. They, they put out some, you know, sugary solution, and of course the wasps and, and insects are attracted to it. So you've got this giant hornet, which looks like, you know, a, a small rodent, sucking up this sugary drink, and somehow they tie a little ribbon on it. I don't know. Do they they do haven't they, shown that.
0: Do they catch it then freeze it?
1: I don't think like, so. Like, That's I how I would do it. They're that high tech. It's just like a ribbon goes on it. Anyway, as soon as the ribbon's on, and I, I think the hornet's so distracted by the sugary liquid, because you see the ribbon on it, it's still drinking away. the The thing takes off, and you can see like a ribbon behind it, and it's like it's doing like a streamer train, uh, plane. So then they take off in a drone, and they follow this little streamer in the sky and from this they get back to this hornet nest which I thought they'd be in trees but they're apparently these underground burrows these these you know, like Asian hornets and it's like the traditional sort of wasp nest but all underground so they get in there they don these like hazmat suits uh, so they can't get stung and then they have a the very high-tech thing of getting an old like plastic bottle putting it on the entrance Whacking it, and all the hornets basically flood up the bottle, and then they catch the rest and and basically take the nest out that way. But the fact that they um, how big's the bottle? It's like you know, sort of free three liter bottle, but it doesn't it doesn't get all of them. So there's still like these massive hornets all flooding over them, trying to sting them, and then they're out. Imagine a small fish net for goldfish. You see these guys just doing this. just catching these hornets and then shoving them in the bottle it's bizarre I don't know how that got in my suggested video but having watched two of them there's now just rows and rows of hornet videos uh, whenever I go on YouTube now I can't get away from it the
2: algorithm has determined you have an interest
1: in hornets you seem to like hornets look at this (laughs) really weird but I thought that's a really interesting Way of using a drone, and it kind of fits into RC because the whole like, oh, we like following things with streamers, that's fun, <laughs> and you can attach them to insects now. And Badger RC says he saw a video
2: of a drone with a flamethrower setting fire to a wasp's nest recently.
1: Similar note, similar note. It sounds more cruel if you use a flamethrower. <laughs> Is it this stuff? That Is that, that the suits? That's looks That like... looks like the suits. Their suits are a little bit less tech. Let me um, let me find the video I had because they've actually got this thing with the... um. Oh, my God, my skin's crawling. You can see that? They've got the little thing around it, which is just about the weirdest thing I think you'll ever see, isn't it?
0: Yeah, he frees, he frees them.
1: Are you sure about that? How do you
0: know? Yeah, are you an expert on hornets? No, they do that to like spiders and flies and stuff. Freeze them, chill them out, and get all
1: dull, and just like It's amazing when it flies because you'd think you'd lose sight of it pretty quickly. But look, look at it go! You can see it for miles, can't you? Huh? I had no concept of this was, but yeah, they just as soon as they get in there, it's it's like slight, slightly less high tech. They dig a hole. They get buzzed with massive hornets, and inside that hole is these giant nests full of like larvae and stuff. And look at the size of those things. Why don't I just kill it with fire? That
0: is nightmare fuel. That is literally nightmare fuel.
1: That's horrendous, isn't it? And these, I mean, it's not like a wasp or something. How many stings till it kills you. I, I don't know. These are pretty serious insects. I saw it, it was on j 60 when it was it, that used to be a thing. And there were like a couple of stings from these guys can take you out. Obviously, any slight allergy towards that sting and you're, you're out of it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that would be yeah. bad. But yeah, that's that's the random rabbit hole I've been doing, and none of the videos in English. I don't really they and they they chat it through with the camera, and I was like, I don't know what he's saying, but it's just really interesting <laughs> to watch. How many how many times can you say, uh, you know, we found the hornets, we're going to dig them up, put them in a bottle, and kill them all now? So they don't <laughs> they don't do anything else. Who knows?
0: Uh, uh, Two inches long enough about
2: you jack uh drones um we're we're getting a selection of favorite wasp videos in the chat now um (laughs) it's
1: not just me i think there's been a big there's been a big push yeah we're moving on from ftv
2: and drones to drone wasps
1: Um, i mean to be fair if you can put a streamer on it you can probably put a little one of those little (laughs) all-in-one cameras couldn't you (laughs) That's and then can glue. you get
2: just like a tiny little servo with like a dab of sugar just on the end of it, on a little arm, just so you go one way or More the like other. like carrot and a stick. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could do it, it'd be a bit like Pickle Rick when he turns into a pickle and he has to use his tongue to probe that like rat's brain to try and get it to move. We just <laughs> probe that hornet, make it <laughs> fly in different directions.
2: Uh, well, changing the subject slightly. Happy birthday, Caroline. Uh I hope you enjoy your TX-16S that you got given. And what else did you get? You did Speaking of which,
0: can, does anyone know whether I can flash this with non-LBT? Can, I can don't you flash know. Are a series
2: of receivers. The Radio Master receivers? No idea. Probably.
0: If anyone knows, that would be amazing.
2: Um what else has happened recently uh it was the bdra championships on the weekend the nationals um it looked like it went very well that like they had some pretty reasonable weather um it was at bmfa buckminster and they just took over the field for the day by looks, well for the weekend by looks but um and have the you know the big inflatable track and everything harry holmes won it congratulations harry Uh, yeah, that's, that's the, I mean, I had a look through the stream. I didn't watch the entire thing because it is all streamed. It's under, uh, what is it under? It's called drone racing streams. It's the channel on YouTube, uh, BDRA British championships. And, uh, you can watch the entire stream. There's like six hours each day or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I didn't see any anyone using any digital stuff. But then I guess I wouldn't like if it was digital. Then it, I guess it wouldn't be picked up and streamed. But it looked it looks pretty impressive, like thirteen second laps and things. Like quite a big complex track. Like I think I would struggle to get through a gate in thirteen seconds. So
1: I certainly I wouldn't do. remember the track layout. I think I saw. Because I I didn't watch any of it, but I've seen people posting little bits on um, Facebook and stuff. Uh, like I saw Cerebrus, Cerebrus, Cerebrus. What's his name again? Mm. Cerebr- I just going to say Serb. Cerebrus? Um, Cerebrus, yeah. I saw some of his laps. And uh, just I think the biggest obstacle with me would, in racing wouldn't be the fact that I'd hit all the gates. It would be the fact that I couldn't remember where I was going. <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah, that around was my that one, problem. Then that one I had a frank. there. <laughs> it's yeah, I, I had to be navigating. Can't we just Jack? have a big oval or something? <laughs> we can cope with that.
0: Yeah, Speedway, NASCAR, you know. Yeah. Get the old beer bellies out and, you know, flip some barbecue. Just kind of
2: trim, trim left a bit. Be all right. Yeah. We
0: like
1: that. Full or throttle the we whole way. use like a wing racing system. course. Where you just have poles, and you're like outside of that pole, outside of that pole, and that that's good enough for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, co-pilot. That's right, Dave.
2: Yeah, I think, I think I was just like telling you the line of sight, what way you needed to go.
0: No, Ooh. it was terrible. <laughs> I, I I'm so bad at it. I just didn't. I did not know. Oh man, all the keys are like falling off my
1: keyboard. It's horrendous. I've what now is made... the keyboard update? You only had one key missing before. Did you buy that set of keycaps? No. I got in a fight with the person on eBay. <laughs> 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 and they blocked me. <laughs> That's an even better story. <laughs> what did you do?
0: And did you, you not like, pay I'd them? like
1: to buy these keys, please. Here's my PayPal. and
0: Here's my offer. And they, they declined it twice. And then... On the final one, I told him to stick the keys up his arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted four quid for one key.
1: Oh, dear. And then he blocked me. Four quid for one key? Wow. Is it not yep. made of gold or something?
0: So, luckily, because I'm doing all this fettling, I've now got my file and I just use that to press the L key.
2: <laughs> well, it's a good thing there aren't many L's in LDO
0: or Bright Until I Fly.
1: You know an entire keyboard is less than four quid on Amazon, yeah? <laughs>
0: I like this keyboard. Well I don't I don't know why it, the keys yeah.
1: keep coming off.
0: <laughs> he, he blocked himself with the key. <laughs> we well, didn't I know, it's bad. Yeah, so I'm still missing an L key. So if it carries if it carries on F9's gonna get it. And um
2: You're just gonna like take the F nine key off and put it where the L key is.
0: Makes yeah. sense. Just get I a little bit of
2: hacks, write an L on it. Yep, yeah, that's my plan. Actually, what am I
0: saying? It's you, it doesn't really matter. Just space bear it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. know. Oh, the glorious day. I was thinking about that. The glorious days of Space Bear and the dog. What was the dog called? Pickles.
1: Oh, you mean for the KFC game? Yeah. This won't make any sense to 90% of the people watching
0: this. (laughs) Uh, I miss those days, man, playing games with curry kitten. it was awesome this episode was recorded in front of a live online audience
2: downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only censored to please the itunes people hosted on the internet forwarded through to your podcast provider downloaded playing on your device and is now playing in your ears all thanks to our patreons consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out I've seen in the uh, in the discords that there's been a few people, mainly Numskull and uh, Bellric, uh, Stephen, who have been getting on the shark bike train and been hunting around for cameras and receivers and things and just snapping them up when they become available. Uh, is that, I mean, is that anything? I mean, you've got your open HD, Curry. You're going that way it seems like
1: I'm going that way because it's cheap and I've already bought some pies so under there yeah. yeah
2: what about you Jack are you not being tempted away from analog at all no <laughs> I don't
0: I d- oh Danielle Upton can we just set up a GoFundMe for Jack to get a new keyboard <sighs> no I, d- I don't know I'm still undecided on what, what, uh, I, I want to, I, I, I want an open thing for, for HD goggles, and I'm I, n- not too sure.
2: Uh, RC Robotics, yes, there is a LDO Discord which, uh, hopefully you should be able to find in the description below. Should be a link in I'll there. Open it now. Still- it's valid, which it should be. Um, the
1: reason I just disappeared was to show you something which I thought was quite interesting. This is a Raspberry Pi CM4, which means Ooh, it's a compute, compute module, module, which is very small compared Ooh. to the regular Raspberry Pi because you don't have very all the pins, you don't have all the thingies. And um, somebody called Flavio in Italy has produced this open source piece of hardware called the, Ooh. hang on, I should say it right, if I'm going to say it. It's written on this instruction. Hold on. The OCHIN. O-C-H-I-N. Like that. Mm -hmm. Which is this thing, which has connectors there and there to fit the compute module on, like so. And then what you do on the top, you then fit this on. And you'll notice this has various holes for mounting. And so you end up with sort of this situation, like this little stack. And then on top of the mm. stack, you would put on your flight controller. And thus you end up with a much neater solution for like OpenHD. Mm. And what this has, this has done, it's got regular pads here. So you can put like a regular battery in it. It does all the voltage Ooh. Uh, regulation there. And then it's got normal connectors. So you can run USB out of these to your Wi-Fi module. And you've got UARTs here to connect your telemetry to your flight control and stuff. So that oh, should be exciting. a much neater solution. So much better than your regular big Raspberry Pi. Is what yeah, because that looks so,
2: like, what, credit card sized? Is that, is that about right? Maybe even yeah, a little bit shorter and square. Slightly
1: era? smaller. Much, much smaller than, um, let's see, I've got, what's this? This is an ESC board. So this is a 30 mil by 30 mil sort mm. of thing. So you can see it's not that <clears> much bigger. <throat> Yeah,
2: it's that. a tiny, tiny little bit wider <clears throat> than a 30 by 30 board and a yeah. little bit longer, about, what, a, bit about longer. a centimetre longer or something like that.
1: Yeah, so it's not it's not stupid, stupidly longer. And this this uh, the idea of this one is to go in the plane that Richard has just dispatched to me mm. uh, to see how that goes together. But uh, I thought that was an interesting idea. The, the only thing that's slightly lacking as far as OpenHD goes, and there's this other one called... It's called Ruby HD or something like that. Someone else has written something. Um, is the cameras? The cameras are all a bit naff, mm. and they use that CSI connection, which is this massive ribbon cable, which aren't the best for flexibly doing things. So that's that's the only issue I've got with that. But that should be interesting.
2: And the other well, thing, you, Richard. Richard
1: Warwick's just linked to the GitHub for me there. There you go. That's God really bless handy. Richard Warwick. It's, it's and good. The, the other
2: thing with yeah, OpenHD, yeah. as far as we've seen so far on your ground vehicles anyway, I think there's a, a fair bit of
1: latency, right, compared to other systems.
2: I think systems. we're looking about
1: about 100 milliseconds mm. is is the best it's looking at the moment. One thing um, I've organised doing um, after I get my next OpenHD project is talking to the guys that are running a... At the moment, it's basically a patron um, they're running to try and create um, a, a sort of single board to replace the the Raspberry Pi. Um, the idea of this is they can have their own chip that will be specialised in encoding and decoding video because mm-hmm. that, that's, that's the latency at the moment. It's like using a single board computer runs a whole bunch of OS code and other stuff. And it's like, oh, we'd like now you to compress this video. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to that. So yeah, there's there's this delay because it's doing other stuff. If you look at stuff like the DJI goggles, they've got specialist silicon that literally just takes this image, compresses it into something small, squirts it through the goggles, and so the latency is very small. Um, And if you can replace a single board computer with a specialised chip that just does this one thing, you can bring that down a lot. So these guys are doing their own designs to try and do that. So i hoping to talk to them in the next few months to see how far they've got along there. So they're, they're trying to get the... At the moment, they're aiming for about 60 millisecond latency, which is similar to what the... Oh, what's it called? The other single board computer which has got all these NVIDIA cores on it, which I now can't remember, the Jetson Nano. Jetson
2: Nano, yeah.
1: The Jetson Nano, because it's much faster, can bring that latency down a little bit. So bringing it down to that might be even better. But I'm fully intending to now, having failed dismally on the F450 with iNav, I'm like, screw it, I'm just going to put it on a beta flight quad, which is going to fly fast. And uh, if I crash into stuff, then I know it's not suitable for that. But I can also fly you know, more conservatively if I have to and, and see how it goes, really.
2: Hmm. Um, I, I saw in the chat earlier that uh, RC Robotics' plan for the weekend is to mess around with some carbon fibre to make a m- new version of his uh, Black Hornets. Hornets again. Um, which are the, the, the little helicopters that are made for the military and sort of Going around social media a while back, and he's been making increasingly nice little scale models of them. I guess scale, one to one scale, kind of. <laughs> um, and the the other kind of bit of carbon fiber that's also been floating around recently, I mean, it's been posted in the chat from Josh Barbwell's just done a video on it yesterday of the qubit, uh, which is a, like a tiny well not tiny it's like a toothpick size quad um but with a couple of carbon fiber wings uh, going between uh, sort of the front two motors and going between the back two motors so it's kind of got aerodynamic lift from those um and i saw that going around a while back and i didn't think it was really going to go anywhere but it seems like i mean if josh bargewell's covering it that's probably going to go somewhere um yeah, that's, that's quite an interesting idea. I don't really know. I mean, I guess kind of like your uh, long-range GPS cruiser you were showing off earlier, Curry, I guess that's kind of where that's going to sit because, I mean, if you've got a bit more aerodynamic lift, that's
1: going to be good for cruising. Um, I guess but- so. The, the interesting thing about flying that, and, and maybe this is the same for that sort of thing, and I've seen the thumbnail of the video. I haven't watched it, so I haven't seen it all, is... I didn't really notice, um, like it was easy to fly in terms of pushing through the air and stuff. I got like you know nine minutes out of a little eight fifty battery, but when I was doing sort of some light acro, when I sort of sort of went upside down and came out of it, I noticed the thing dropped like a stone. So clearly the thing must cut through the air quite nicely, um, else it would just you know I expected a regular quad to float. So that'd be interesting with the wings because you'd expect it to be. More floaty, I guess. Mm. It's kind of like you you, you want to cut through the air easily, but at the same time, you want to use these wings to your aerodynamic advantage to sort of not have to put so much Mm. uh, energy into it. i have to watch the video.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm a bit confused because they... They've got, like, these little winglets at the end of them that I imagine are going to do quite well aerodynamically, but I just thought that's going to make them a bit too stable. You know, you're going to end up something that is a bit more like a wing. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, Be interesting to see kind of if other people kind of pick that up as well and have a go messing around with some other ways of doing it. But, yeah, I I saw it a while back, and he was, like, posting up a almost like a crowd fund, I think for getting a bunch of these wings made and you can either buy the whole thing or just the wings. And I was looking at the wings and just like, um, I don't know. I'd quite like to have a go at this project because it's the sort of thing that's up my street. But on the other hand, seems like a lot of money for a couple of wings that I'm not convinced they're going to do. It also
1: much. seems like something that would be fun to bodge, like just get yeah. some cardboard, gaffer yeah. tape it to a frame and see what happens. Exactly, exactly. The Especially Tony now I've
2: things. got a laser cutter just sitting there waiting for me to do things with.
1: That's too posh. Old old shoebox <laughs> pair of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be quite fun. Yeah, I suppose if you take it to the extreme where you're like much more of a wing surface with a quad, you, you've basically got like a VTOL plane, haven't you? Mm. But per- perhaps without wing surfaces but I suppose yeah. it might be interesting, certainly. How, how is your, your VTOL wing? Any any progress on it? Uh, since scaring the out of myself
2: with it, I You could take it wing racing again. on Saturday. I could take it wing racing on Saturday. I'm not
0: going to. <laughs> I saw the video of you like, oh, this is after me flying, and it was just like you're shaking, trembling a hand.
2: Yeah, it it was a handful um it took me quite a while to calm down after that one. It was it's uh yeah, a little bit energetic, needs a bit of tuning. Uh I am very close to giving up with pilot and just sticking INAV on it and assuming it will probably work better or even beautiful or something. I don't know. It's I just I just want the idea that it can stabilize both in quad mode and in, well,
1: bicopter mode and in wing mode. Did uh, any of you see Daniel, i.e. RC Test Flight latest video, where he tows himself up and down the Seattle River for like 16 hours without winging once? (laughs) That was interesting (laughs) because that guy is so experienced on Ardupilot. He's done a lot with it. But if you notice, if you look at your screen all the way through, it keeps saying like, compass unhealthy all the way through sensor, and then, yeah, G- yeah gyro at some sensor point, unhealthy it just decides to turn off and go into a boat <laughs> and another time the entire thing just decides to stop working and he has to reboot it but um yeah aside from that it was a, it was a fun video mm. do, they do, do they do
0: many updates for it or is it just been released and that's it Have they stopped working
2: uh, on it No, there, there are updates on it it's but it's more kind of more the than Betaflight, yeah. Really, it
1: used to be very heavily funded by uh, what was it? Three D Robotics that did yeah, that. Yeah, three Dxr. So anymore, it's mm-hmm. I guess it's more yeah. Well, I think they things, so. they kind of even vector gone that
2: off. I think because well, they yeah, the they whole were
1: legal tree went didn't they?
2: Three Dxr I think started off basically just using literal Arduino's and that software and sort of selling putting kind of kits together and selling those i think from memory from way back when um yeah uh but then it's it's kind of evolved quite a lot since then
1: Indeed.
2: but uh yeah the, uh, the rc test flight videos are so good uh especially like you, you, with the music now as well like the songs but, but all The little sea shanty Yeah, well, this time it was a sea shanty, but, like, he some had ones for his, like, his Ocrano plan and all sorts. Yeah,
0: they were a lot of fun. I miss Quinn, though. Quinn was quite fun. Like, when he used to fly with her, that was, that was really good. But, yeah, that's, that's a while. I haven't seen Quinn for ages, so I don't know what the deal is with that, but. It was just, uh, you know, it's just like it's amazing what he he gets up to. Mm. And like even like, you know, like fiberglassing stuff and that. It Mm -hmm. is tempting because you've seen like flight tests do that lately, haven't they? Fiberglass, their foamies and that. You could just imagine like someone like Lurgy doing that and being an absolute weapon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Doing, doing like a wing, yeah, like a, a race wing. I think Fossil has been talking about that for years. So I wonder whether he might bring something on Saturday. Uh,
1: my my, I, I my good buddy surprised. Richard from the chat um, did try that once on what was it? It it was um, it was like a sort of Bixler type plane, but I think it went fine until the last coat. And then he got some sort of dribbles in it. So you ended up with this thing where the fiberglass was like smooth, but down the bottom of the plane it like congealed into this block, and <laughs> I think that plane had to be scrapped and tried again. It's um it's quite uh tricky to do or tricky to get right. Easy to do, tricky to get right, I think. Looks like all or audio, audio pilot-based RC
0: drones might be impossible to ensure. For commercial work under the rules in the
1: near future. Uh, why is that then?
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know
1: where that would be. Because mm. Mm. there's some really big um, commercial companies that are at, that are behind some of the uh, one of these sort of steering committee things that have sort of taken that code and putting their own stuff on it and selling very expensive sort of commercial products. Yeah, it's it's like quite a big that. thing for
2: the really high end stuff. if they're doing something a bit more funky than you can do with just a DJI matrice Um, I mean yeah they're not going to be able to get it like a C rating and sell it directly to people that way but I imagine they'll be kind of developing things and selling them as a uh, service I imagine more than anything because I I guess that will be a thing is all the you know in at some point, if you are selling a kit or a ready-to-fly model or an almost ready-to-fly model or anything like that, you will have to get it C-rated, like you know the c naught, C1, C2, C3, C4, I think it goes up to. Um, yeah, so I guess that would be an issue. But I wouldn't have thought it would stop you from building one. Maybe the insurers would have something to say about it. I don't know. Not really had anything to do with. Well, Hens voice.
0: Yeah, he said like insure for commercial work.
2: Yeah, but I, he also said under the rules.
1: Um, Tal's so been that's, talking about having to be CE certified.
2: Yeah, You've got so yourself yeah, you or? Well, uh, CE certifications are for drone. You know, kits or ready to fly or anything in between those two uh, being sold. So if you just build one yourself, that's never going to have to be C-certified unless they change the rules. But they have. there's, there's nothing saying that that will ever be the case. Uh, they have specifically got a thing there for if you're building something yourself, you don't have to worry about C-certification.
0: Yeah. Am I right in thinking in your previous job you had a whole um, C certification?
2: We did uh, some things that were, you know, we designed and made that were C certified. We got CE certification for. um,
0: Yeah. How do you go about doing that? Like, especially with a drone, surely that's a, like, you got frequency, don't lick it with the lead solder. Well, you know. it
2: it depends what it is and what you're selling it for and how different it is from stuff that's on the market already and the bits that you're building it with and all this kind of thing. Like if you're taking stuff that individually all has a loaded certification on it, like if everything you're building it with already has EMC certification and stuff like that, then it's quite easy to just have Another bit of paper that just says yeah everything in it is fine, therefore it is fine as well. Um, a lot of what we were doing was a case of going. We we were actually self certifying, which is the thing that you can do for certain things. We were actually we we've uh, you know during the height of COVID problems, we were self certifying medical devices because we could um and it, you know it 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 was uh but it this uh, it can go from you depending on what you're doing it can go from writing a bit of paperwork and saying yes this is safe because it is obviously safe and I don't have to prove anything else up to years of testing and getting other third parties with very special laboratories doing loads of things to it. Toys, particularly like medical devices and toys are like the two most difficult things to do. Um, And, and yeah, like I, I wouldn't want to get involved in trying to get something with a toy certification. So to get something C zero certified, I think it's
1: probably going to be a massive pain in the ass. Um, and I wouldn't want it to makes it. you wonder how Lego ever got sold. Did they not just do a simple test where someone stands on a piece and shrieks in pain and says, this can't be certified?
2: Oh, Lego do a lot of testing. They, they It's crazy. The, the sorts of things that they, they do for getting
1: a new Lego brick certified is... That is interesting because they're all small enough to be swallowed. And if you stand mm. on them, they hurt like hell, so... Well, that's why they'll it,
2: have the, the age rating on it that will be like four and above or something like that.
0: The sad onion. Yeah, and the leg of man head to have now breathable holes so that when you choke on it, you can breathe through the little... Because mm-hmm. it's got to be head.
2: bigger than a certain size and it's got to have holes no smaller than a
1: certain size and uh, there's, there's, there's just there's so much. Yeah, Robin FPV makes a good point. How did they test that? do they stick them at children's noses plus get them to eat them just to test this out? <laughs> <laughs> we want to make, make sure this this comes out in the poo undigested so you're not absorbing any of the Lego brick toxins.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it true that like, Lego doesn't photodegrade or break down and become brittle and stuff as well? And that's why there's like tons of it on a beach somewhere.
2: They'll have a load of UV stabilizers in there, I'm sure. Because
1: um, it is expected to last for quite a long time.
0: Uh, yeah, Just to Lego. let people know, we
1: have done Hornets, <laughs> we're moving on to Lego bricks.
0: Badger, Badger, what a legend. Lego bricks was certified by the same lab that passed the three-pin plug. Oh. <laughs> BS
2: 1465, what is it? I can't remember, it's been too long. Um, Richard Burke has got more of the comment that he was referring to. Uh, he says... I was trying to get all the drones we use for research insured through my university's insurer, and they only, accept it, they only accepted to insure the DJI ones, classing the others as home-built and refusing to insure it. So now I have hundreds of pounds of RG pilot-based tech that I can't really use anymore as I'm not willing to risk flying them uninsured for work purposes. I mean, yeah, if you're flying something commercially, you need to have commercial life insurance i can imagine that they wouldn't want to do something that you're class, classing as home built but maybe then you have to find a different insurer that's got a different way of doing it i mean that's just i don't know there's out way way out of anything that i know about
0: i wonder I oh, about
2: commercial insurance
0: I wonder if, like, you know, you could, like, pay someone to build it or, you know, like a little M.O.T. for drones, you know. like well, I imagine you know, that's knowing...
2: prob- I mean, that's probably going to have to be a thing, right, is that if you're building something that you want to use commercially, you're probably going to have to talk to the CAA about it. I mean.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, I checked out, you know, the, the laws you were telling me about the whole, you had a friend with the one wheel and everything and. The whole oh, yeah. laws of electric scooters and stuff. You are right, and it is absolutely horrendous. <laughs> it's like if it hasn't got an MOT, you get three points. Uh, if it's not insured, you get another three points. And like it's like 24 grand fine. You know, if you don't have a license, that's a thousand pound fine. I was like, hmm. I, I looked that up because like, you know, like not that Frank you know, I, I ever doubted you, Frank, for a second, <laughs> but I was like, let's have a look. You know, and I, I was like, bloody wow, that is yeah. Do not ride motorized scooters or bikes or anything. Yeah, there's the Personal police will literally
2: vehicles that aren't like apart from a bicycle that is you know an e-bike, Pet- but it, it is only pedal assist. That is that is the limit of what is legal. Anything else. You could lose your license for if you're not careful.
1: It, it seems crazy. like the police aren't going after people, though, because I see
2: e oh, scooters
1: around everywhere.
2: It people does depend around. where. Like, if you're going, as a friend of mine knows from sore personal experience, if you're going around in the bike lanes of London during commuter time, uh, there are police standing on the street corner waiting to go oh, I think that's an electric vehicle can you, can you come over here please I'm seizing that and putting that on the back of a you know clamping vehicle and that's ga- you're going to have to retrieve it from the pound and get six points on your license
1: what you need then is to not have a driving license I always find it interesting for people that have no license are then caught stealing cars and then they have the license suspended that they don't have mm-hmm. it'd be like that you
0: should have your license suspended for joining a, uh, e motor vehicle goal. <laughs> I, well,
1: I had to explain to the physio. Sorry, I, I was just going to say I had to explain to the physio that I saw last week when she was looking at my other knee that looked a bit lumpy. I said, "What what happened to this one?" I said, oh, "I fell off a skateboard." And she said, "Oh, when was that?" I said, oh, "I don't know, two years ago." And she's like, "What? <laughs> well, what, what were you doing on an electric skateboard two years ago?" Oh yeah, falling off of it. Nice does an
0: electric skateboard count as an electric vehicle yes like, oh my god I don't have These... an electric
1: skateboard I have a remote control skateboard that I occasionally stand on and then fall off that's different, <laughs> it it's, just, different? it's just another RC ground vehicle
2: that, that is actually an interesting thing Like, if you were driving it around just remote control would that be fine? I think so I don't
0: Insured by the BMFA, you'd have insurance. Because yeah. like, if,
2: if otherwise, it would mean that, like, driving a radio controlled car around
1: that I just happen to be stood be on. I don't know. I don't know how that works.
0: Oh, like, man. Loophole. Tune, tune in next week where we <laughs> find out what, what, what happens
2: what, if you take, uh, like, an E quad bike, <laughs> put a radio control on it, and just drive that around the
1: streets they'll probably <laughs> do you for terrorist. if you're literally sat there with your little controller going like this and turning the wheel <laughs> i think you'll be okay yeah
0: that, that's the point right what happens if you're on an electric scooter right but it's not being controlled by you it's been controlled by someone in the passenger seat of a car next to you you're just on it and you, but you're not in control of it
1: it feels like everyone's in so much more trouble than if you were just <laughs> riding a scooter in the first place well, I was just thinking like, right?
2: how far could you push that I mean, couldn't, like, what happens if you take an untaxed unregistered car and radio control it? Like, is that all of a sudden fine to just drive around yeah. the streets like, it's
0: still control? a radio controlled car <laughs> not don't... an actual car no skin in the game that's Probably right but you wouldn't be able orally. to drive
1: it on the streets would you
0: no,
2: but that's what I mean. If if you're if no one's in it and you're just driving it around radio control, is that like a vehicle? That's
1: an interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> I think we found no plenty of loopholes. join here.
2: in next week from HMP <laughs> Ford. Um, mm-hmm, yeah.
0: No worries, guys. You've been listening to Let's Show You Out. Uh, big massive thank you to all our patrons and people who tune in to watch this crap. Uh, we love you. Uh Frank, roll the roll the uh thing. You've been joined by everyone's favourite Curry Kitchen. Goodbye. Andrew Slash Frank. Bye. And I've been bright till I fly and you've been listening to well, It's Thrown Out. Thank you guys. Good
1: night. Bye. Ooh. Telemetry Lost.